0: This
1: is yep. I did that with Amanda and Jana. Yep. 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 yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Cut that. Hello. Hi. I'm Jana. I'm Amanda. And this is Yep I did that. The podcast. <laughs> The
0: podcast where we talk about health and wellness things that are floating around the world and in the interwebs that are good, bad.
1: Why? Or why? Why they're not? Bad.
0: Why do them? Why not do them?
1: I got super excited about Amanda being a nutritionist this week on you? the phone with Aaron today too. There's like this article circulating. I don't know if anybody's seen it. Uh, why do I think it was the Times that put it out? I don't have any way to look it up, but it's about obesity in uh-huh. America, maybe in the world, but is mainly talking about how like the medical field in general has like greatly failed mm-hmm. that entire job population. population mm-hmm. Um, and how, uh, medical students only go for like four to six hours of nutrition training.
0: They usually only have one class. Yeah.
1: And I was like, Amanda only did that. Yeah, she has so much nutrition training.
0: Exactly. I think that's what people forget sometimes whenever they do like go seek doctors' advice for diet. yeah, they don't know they anything don't about know it, unless they have taken their like opportunities in continuing education to really educate themselves, yeah. which some doctors have, and I think more are changing to that, but for sure, for so long, they just
1: rested on what they know. So I got really excited for myself and for all of our listeners, because I was like, we have so much at our fingertips. So much. Or our ears. Mm.
0: Yes. Um, I was listening to a podcast today uh, with a doctor talking about how she, whenever she first started, she felt so bad every time she would go home because she was like, I'm just a legal drug dealer. Like, this is all I am. Like, I don't do anything else. And that's what all doctors did for so long yeah. and like she obviously like took it into her own hands to like really change cycle. some things but like um yeah so what are the most doctors and most things were going on well i'm super excited about that yeah it was a really good article i'll have
1: to look it up for yes you. i
0: mean and nothing to go against doctors yes doctors only had that bit but definitely uh as a whole in the food world we got it wrong
1: Yeah, for sure. In areas,
0: too. (laughs) For sure. That led to this, which actually ties in beautifully to what we're talking about today. Exactly. Um, But (laughs) first, before we start that, is there anything new? Would you like to do a little TB
1: update? Yeah, I was like wishing that... I wonder if we can like fly in... In my dreams, there would be, like, a news update sound happening right yeah, now. We can do that. <laughs> like, we have the capabilities. Yeah, we what have is an it? errand. What do, like, newscasters say? Like, urgent. Nu- Breaking news. Breaking news. That. And then it's like, bum, ba bum. Yeah, something like that. We're like, bah. just happens. <laughs> 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 so, TB update. Um, I went to the infectious disease doctor. and was not, first off. I got a head cold.
0: <laughs> yes. That, so she's not. So having I might TB be coughing symptoms.
1: and I'm really stuffy. And the nurse that brought me back today, I was like, I tested positive for TB and she looked really frightened for a second. And then I was like, I have a head cold. But it's I also not have TB. a head cold. Thank you. Um, so I did my chest x ray, talked to the doctor. I have latent TB, which is what we hypothesized. Yeah. She said it's like a very, very, very small amount in my system. Like yeah. usually she sees over one and I'm like a point three seven. Oh. So she's like yeah. the exposure was really small, but it, it happened. Yeah. Um. Probably when I was in Vietnam or Cambodia, she said. Probably. Um. And there's a 10% chance at some point of my life it could come back. So I'm going to take the drugs for like for three months at some point it's not pr- like there's no pressure to do it right now thankfully so i'm gonna wait but maybe not i don't know we're i'm discussing with doctors the yeah. next plan of action what if I'm you were do. closer
0: to one would they be really pretty adamant about you starting it immediately I or don't would not even think still so be pretty open
1: she said the only reason to treat really is one because it might come back but she yeah. said like if i got cancer at one point in my life or something that caused me to be incredible immuno- stress compromised oh, uh-huh. uh yeah they might like refrain from treating me because mm-hmm. they don't want me to like be on ino- any immunocompromising drugs yeah. if i test positive for tb Got without it. having been treated and i will test positive forever it doesn't go away so i'll just have to always have like even a after chest you've x-ray. been treated yep as soon as after you get it you get it well, i
0: mean that makes sense i guess like All of us have the like chicken pox thing if you got the chicken
1: pox still like in us.
0: Yep. So that makes sense. Mine's just TB. Yours is just
1: tuberculosis. Yep. So that's my TB update. It's pretty much over, but I'm sure you'll be hearing about my taking antibiotics that are crazy or whatever. can't remember what they're called. I'll know more next breaking update. I'll tell you what I have to do. We're going to
0: create just like a beautiful little thing for that this. Goes, <laughs> I like that you always do this.
1: <laughs> do and know I, I always about? think the, like breaking update.
0: I always hear the like uh that's more I feel like the testing for the
1: uh, I'm imagining like the burst sound where it's like bah. I can't I just keep making the you same just sound. Make the same sound.
0: I feel like I always hear the <laughs> bah, 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 like kind of thing where I hear I'm just trying to think what would happen and then like uh Tom Brokaw coming on going on uh, sorry to interrupt this program. We have breaking news. Uh,
1: <laughs> the, the, that would be an emergency update. Yes. What you're thinking. That is what it But I think you are too with the bah. No, I'm thinking like you're watching like CNN. Yes. And then all of a sudden like Donald Trump says something again and it's like, bah! Donald Trump. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Maybe people would be way more entertained by what he says if there was just a, bah,
1: before <laughs> every, every time. time. Yeah. There's somebody out there that knows what I'm talking about.
0: I think for sure. We just are not able to, like, <laughs> translate what we think we hear for breaking news updates. I did my best. But you know what? We have, we have an Aaron who can totally,
1: like, make it up. Yeah. Or you can use this if you want. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're uh, giving
1: him so many options. I know. Um what's going on with you? Anything to um, tell the
0: about? Got a little sick this weekend and that's about it. Um Kyle was home. Uh <laughs> he's not anymore. Um, wait, wait. Uh but he was home while I was sick, which was really, really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just laid in bed and we had people staying at our house and I didn't see them except for the first night they got there. And then I, um, just was in bed the time they got home and never got out of bed until they left
1: Might the have next been nice morning. Just cause you,
0: it was, I mean, they were very nice people and, uh, it was good. Like they were very fine guests to have, but like I just, as far as you know, As far as I know, they didn't do anything (laughs) wrong or they didn't destroy anything and I didn't, wasn't there to see it. So whatever. Yeah. Um, but I just was, as soon as we got home, we had a play date with our, some of my friends from Texas. They Mm -hmm. live here. And so we had a play date. Their son, he was born on my birthday. Uh. Um, and, uh, then we came home and I was like, I'm going to go to bed and I had a fever.
1: So, oh, so you for sure have a bug.
0: Yeah. And, but it broke as soon as I took Tylenol and I haven't gotten it back. Yeah. So I don't know. That's I don't know, but, um, just been, I have not been doing anything but doing kind of the brat diet for myself. Yeah. Um, which if you don't know what that is, it's just bananas, rice, applesauce and toast. And I've really just been sticking to the bananas and the toast and then some crackers. And then at first I thought it was what we talked about last week where I had gluten and I thought that I had just like had gluten. So then it made me sick. because I had pizza on Friday night from our brewery that's right by our house mm-hmm. and I was cursing everybody that was gluten free around me. I was like, it was definitely not that. if I could not have this pizza because I have not eaten gluten by proxy, I will be so mad. Um, but I don't think it was. I think it's a bug. For sure, yeah. Well, so I can still eat my pizza;
1: it's fine. She's still not feeling great, but we're having some wine to try to kill whatever yeah. bacteria may or may I'm not be living it. I'm just gonna like make sure the alcohol kills anything yeah. that's there.
0: Yeah, it's really sound logic. It's probably I think so. um, like I mean, we did talk about it being used medicinally in the past, and rosé yeah. was probably there. They just didn't document this
1: isn't it. Rose. is Isn't even rosé? We have some it? Is good. It white? Sauvignon,
0: bl- oh, it is a Sauvignon, whatever blanc, just a Sauvignon blanc, yeah, just regular. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, white wine for
1: sure was the healer. Yeah, it's pretty delicious. It is good. Um, Amanda, there's like this diet just like floating around the internet everywhere, it's like keto or. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Keto. Oh uh uh-huh. I think I think I think I might have heard this. Um What is that all about? I think it might be keto. Oh yeah, that's it. Oh <laughs> yeah. I think I've maybe heard someone talk about it like once or twice.
1: Yes. The keto diet is what we are talking about today.
0: Yes. Um, which this isn't a yep, I did that for us. No, because neither, neither of us, has of us actually have actually done, done the keto diet. No. But I feel like it is our duty to talk about it. Yeah, I'm sure it some of
1: you, yep, I did that. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yep, I did it that.
0: Yep, I did it that. Proper grammar.
1: <laughs> what we would it be? How do you pluralize that? It's just Yep. Yep, we did that. We did that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure some of you, yep, I did it that. That's better.
0: <laughs> I think it's funnier. Oh, yep, goodness. I did that. <laughs> Okay,
1: so the keto diet. <laughs>
0: the keto diet, which is where we tied in for um, in the past about the article you were talking about where it's the obesity epidemic is very big right now because mm-hmm. we went very hard in the wrong direction. I think I've talked about it in a past episode, but just in case no one has like heard that episode about how in the 90s, 80s was whenever we thought that fat was correlating to Amer- like heart disease. So the American mm-hmm. Heart Association put a percentage on how many like calories should be coming from carbohydrates, fat, and protein. So then they put it at a very low percentage of like 25% max, um, but keeping it more close to like 20% coming from fat and majority coming from carbohydrates. So whenever that happened, what like what is the food going to be like? Yeah. Be disgusting because fat is what gives anything flavor. And so mm-hmm. people, to make it a low fat product, added sugar to make it taste good. So anything that's reduced fat, low fat, had added sugar into it. And so um, we'll actually probably post this maybe in our stories mm-hmm. so someone could see or on our like Instagram. Um, but there's a diagram where it's talking about yeah, whenever we reached that percentage, like our fat went down but then the obesity rate went up in correlation so to it. interesting and so basically once we introduced a low fat diet the obesity and our overweight is extrapolated That's and crazy. so really They're, good word by the way yeah which is not great <laughs> for us yeah um so there what there is some issues in how we're eating um keto is its own special thing and um Jonna came in
1: knowing nothing about keto. Yeah. So the only thing I know is that my husband has like nerded out about keto yes. stuff in the past. Yes. And then I just said, Amanda, Aaron's saying this. And then she said, <laughs> tell him that's really dumb. That's all I know about it. <laughs> and that was like a year ago. And that was
0: a year ago. Um, yeah. He got on the keto train a while ago. Um, so basically the ketogenic diet exists And it has been around forever. So it's been around since like the 500 B.C. time was whenever the first ketogenic diet came to play. And it's only predominantly been used for epilepsy. So that's why it exists is it's an epilepsy diet. Um, And so in the 1920s, uh, children with epilepsy who didn't respond to medicine at the time, they were put on a ketogenic diet. And um, it was actually doctors who found that Before this, like from 500 B.C. to like 1920s, like Hippocrates and like even biblical stuff. It was fasting is what kind of helped alleviate a lot of these epilepsy or seizures or things like that Mm -hmm. in people. And so the fasting state, whenever we're there, we're using predominantly fat. Whenever we are in that fasted state was helping these people get better. And so in the 1920s. Um, A doctor found that it's basically that this ketogenic diet is mimicking the fasting state. And so it's helpful for epileptic episodes or children predominantly that have epilepsy. Um, And this was mainly prescribed in children for the most part during those times. Um, And then in the 1970s, low carb got popular with the Atkins. So that's kind of whenever like mainstream was kind of getting into this idea, but Mm -hmm. not the so far, not so much like the high fat Mm -hmm. ketogenic part. Um, And then at this point, not many articles or people were researching the ketogenic diet because meds were becoming much more popular. And so there wasn't really need for the ketogenic diet to be in place because doctors were just starting to prescribe medicine.
1: And people wouldn't have said like, Oh, this is the ketogenic diet. They would have said this is the Atkins diet, right? In the seventies
0: for sure. If they were doing it outside of hospital. So like mm-hmm. if, or in the only time people would even know about the ketogenic diet would have been if they had epilepsy okay. at this point in time. Yeah. Cause no one was really trying to lose weight. And then until around this time, it was yeah. whenever it kind of became more, of a thing yeah and so um but the again atkins is different than ketogenic diet they are low carbohydrate high protein and ketogenic is low carbohydrate high high pro or high fat moderate protein Okay, yeah high fat (laughs) (laughs) obviously high fat high fat um and then in the 1990s and 2000s, more studies were being done. Um, this is super funny. I read a research article that was just like the history of the ketogenic diet. And in the 1990s to the 2000s, about 40 um, articles were being published, like per day or so, for ketogenic diets. And it's all because a Dateline episode. Came on about a two-year-old little boy that had epilepsy uh-huh. that nothing was working for him, and he went to Johns Hopkins or the Cleveland Clinic—I can't remember or a Mayo Clinic—and um, a dietitian put him on the ketogenic diet, and he was, fine. was Cured. That's amazing. He was fine, um, and so then like this Dateline episode came about, and then researchers were like, oh, "This is the miracle the thing. ketogenic diet." And so started doing a ton of more research, but it was still mainly focused in the epilepsy world. And then it slowly started being looked at for diabetes and then looked at for other autoimmune things, weight loss, obesity, metabolic syndrome, things like that. Um, But primarily it is a diet for epilepsy. Which nobody knows.
1: Except for you. I don't (laughs) feel like I've seen into that anywhere. No. Like that's always on Pinterest. (laughs) No.
0: No one knows, like, and I think that that's one of the things that whenever people always think about diets, like, these diets have existed for a long time, and they've existed because they're for specific reasons. Right. You know, like, if someone has epilepsy, they need to be on a ketogenic diet. If someone has celiac disease or is gluten sensitive, they need to be on a gluten-free diet, you know? Or there's just different things, and people just automatically take whatever they see. Like, oh, people that's are really doing. healthy for
1: them. So that's got to be healthy for me. Exactly. And it's like, that may not
0: be healthy for you. It's not at all. Um, just like one of my clients, she has like ulcerative colitis mm-hmm. and her boyfriend wanted her to be on a ketogenic diet. And that does not work for her. No, not at all. No. And so it's just kind of like, not, it's not for everybody. Like this is not the cure all thing. It's not. Tell
1: me but why. <laughs> so, Continue. Um,
0: first, in case anyone in the world doesn't know what the ketogenic diet is, um, it is a diet that deprives the body of glucose and an alternative fuel becomes present called ketones that are produced for the body to use. Um, generally, a 70% fat, 5% carbohydrate, and 25% protein is recommended. There's a lot of variations uh. in the ketone diet, like, or the ketogenic diet. Um, but that's kind of like the main breakdown. Um, some people go up to 80% That's fat. a lot of fat. Yeah. 5% carbohydrate and then 30% protein. Um, and then most max the amount of carbohydrates you're allowed to have at 50 grams a day. And then some restrict it all the way down to 20. So if you're thinking um, how much would be 50 grams of carbohydrate, if you're thinking about a processed food, it's half of a bagel. Wow. That's the entire day's worth of carbohydrates. How about with like a vegetable? If you're thinking about vegetables, you can have way more. Okay. Um, you obviously would have to omit all your starchy vegetables. So people are omitting potatoes, omitting um, beets, omitting um, uh, squash mm. is a starchy vegetable, Um, just a lot of those kind of all, anything that's starchy, so peas, green beans, those are all starchy vegetables. Um, so you're omitting all of those and then you're just taking in the other ones. Uh, I think it's important to like not be super strict in the like vegetable world because then you'd be eliminating a lot, um, and not probably getting it from the best or you're not getting like all the vitamins and minerals that you need. You know? Mm-hmm. And then obviously they're cutting out a lot of fruit. Because fruit is all is all
1: fructose. So yeah, that sounds sad. Yeah. <laughs> so um our brain,
0: we it actually runs off of glucose and it demands 120 grams of carbohydrates per day. And then um When little or no carbohydrate is eaten, our body pulls glucose from our liver and then from our muscles. And so we've talked about in the past, whenever we store glucose, we store it in the form of glycogen. And that's either in the liver and in the muscles. As soon as we go into a fasting state or starvation state or you're eating zero grams of carbohydrates – your body will pull from those sources. Once those sources are depleted, then they start pulling from fat. So then they'll start breaking down fat and Mm -hmm. making these ketones that are beta-hydroxybutyrate, acetoacetate, and acetone. Those are just the ketones. Okay. Um, And there's just three distinct ones that get made. Okay. Um, Two of them, beta-hydroxybutyrate and acetoacetate, so they're like big words. Yeah, <laughs> are able to go to your brain, okay? And so your brain can function in order for it to keep going. Okay. Um, so a person with epilepsy, they a lot of the times people kind of say that they still don't understand why it works, but then other people have talked about it where um, it has to do with the glutamate and then that GABA that we've talked about, and so it prevents a lot of glutamate buildup. And so you're not going to have an excited brain. And whenever you have an excited brain, then there's a more chance for a seizure to happen. And so the fat actually prevents the buildup of the glutamate.
1: And the, like for a normal person who would use glucose Mm -hmm. to do what those ketones are doing, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Why does glucose just, that's what excites the brain?
0: No, so it's not just glucose that excites the brain. It's just like our body needs that to function. It's more that's a person that has something wrong with their brain. Uh-huh. And so they're just kind of hypothesizing that this could be what it's doing. For a normal person, um, for a short period of time, it, They anyone who talks about a ketogenic diet talks about like having mental clarity uh-huh. whenever they do it. Um, you can... I mean, some people always talk about like a side effect is actually brain fog of Mm -hmm. ketosis or going into a ketogenic diet for an extended period of time, but, or for the short little bit, and then you can reach mental clarity. But um, a psychologist wrote about how if you're not a person who has something wrong with their brain, there's no research showing what it's doing to your brain. So there's no reason or there's nothing to say that it's healthy for you to be living off of ketones whenever you don't have anything going on in your brain for an extended period of time. For short periods of time, it may be fine, Mm. um, but it's probably not a healthy place to be for an extended period of time because your brain can function off of glucose and prefers it. Okay. And then it's also allowing your body to not be in a starvation state the entire time. Does it hurt your (laughs) liver and your muscles no, so them? that's why at least I like if someone was were to be doing this for a specific reason, like the 50 grams is a little bit more at my pace because it's uh-huh. a little bit higher in order to be providing enough um, carbohydrates to maybe hopefully like keep those stores going because if you're an athlete – you need those glycogen stores to be able to perform. Okay. So you would need a little bit more. There are like different types of ketogenic diets for like athletes or for people who are just doing it intermittently or things like that. But this is just kind of
1: like the traditional traditional ketogenic ketogenic diet. diet. Yeah. Is that what probably is like the most being used thing right now? When people are like, I'm doing the keto diet. Yes. And most of it is all for weight loss. Right. Yes. And when it goes and breaks down the fats, is that actually what? Is it actually like fully breaking down fats or it's just pulling from fat? It's fully breaking them down. So whenever
0: you are in a fasted state, it increases or it stops the insulin production. And so then it's going to ignite a hormone that breaks down fat. Is that like the starvation thing? It's like starvation, yeah. So so is that
1: going to cause you to store it when it gets it?
0: That's the like... (laughs) The question I've always had, but Mm -hmm. because you're still being like in a fed state um, and there's enough glucose that's probably monitoring and allowing your insulin to be at least somewhat Uh engaged, um, you would just have to be really careful whenever you're like going back or like transitioning off of it that you're not going into a drastic high carbohydrate because then you would for sure store it. Um, I think a lot of people who have done keto and then gotten off of it have gained weight back because Mm -hmm. that's just an issue that anytime you're doing something incredibly restrictive and you're not, it's the same thing we've talked about. Like if you're doing something eating really badly before you do this thing and you're not educating your body on how you're going to eat after, then you're for sure just going to go back to your old habits and you'll Mm -hmm. gain it back. But in the sense of like the starvation state, um, you're, it's kind of like your body's just in a fasted state. Um, and we all kind of reach ketosis during sleep at okay. night. So like if we're eating a really healthy balanced diet, um, in the morning, if you wake up and your pee kind of smells strong, then you could actually be in ketosis. Um, just because you have gone through a fasted state where you haven't had anything and your body started utilizing fat. Oh, um, so we reach ketosis naturally, but then we go back and eat. So it's not maintaining that ketosis state. Okay. Um, and so it's okay to be there. It's just not okay to, for it to be prolonged in, certain, time. Ti- in certain people for
1: sure. Um, and not all the time. Makes sense. Yeah. Although, so why are people, so what's the big th- deal with ketosis? the ketogenic diet like why do people want to do it it's weight loss but like what
0: weight loss is the big thing for the general public and does that stem from Atkins really um it stems from the low carbohydrate just phase Uh um this is just kind of like a new trend on it um and it's you do lose weight Uh like whenever you start it you do lose weight um and I think that it's if you need that jump start, it's a good place to jumpstart as long as you have someone helping you as you get off of it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like that's the big craze. But then against Atkins, you don't have this super high protein. You have more of a high fat. And so it's keeping you full. And then it's also not providing – if you eat too much protein, it's going to turn to glucose. And so it, that will be stored as fat or that is causing more damage than – Eating fat. Um, so, if you're wanting to not be increasing your insulin, then ha- eating a high protein diet isn't the way you want to go. Um, so, eating a high fat diet is going to help monitor your hormones a little bit better. Okay. And then that's helping people probably. It also, everyone is saying that it cures everything. Yeah. So, if you have anything wrong with you, people are going to automatically recommend keto. Um, the places that it for sure works is in type two diabetes, or if you are pre diabetic, then this would be something that you should maybe talk to a dietitian and work with, um, because studies have definitely shown that it can reverse type two diabetes and it can reverse your pre diabetic. That's state. amazing. Yeah, because of it altering your insulin levels and then it's mess like so. Also, like people <clears throat> have seen like metabolic flexibility with it. So it can be increasing your metabolism. um, But it just depends on you. That doesn't, isn't seen with any, everybody. So the podcast I was listening to today, she is a person who is an expert in the ketogenic diet. She works for um, a medical company where they are just working with type two diabetes and pre-diabetic people um, in reversing their type two diabetes with a ketogenic diet Um, but even then they see that like, so once you're done with the ketogenic diet, what do you do whenever things are getting better? Uh Um, some people do actually achieve metabolic flexibility, which means that they can tolerate more carbohydrates and it doesn't reverse everything that they just did. But some people don't because they've done too much damage Mm. to their cells within the pancreas that release insulin. And so whenever that happens, whenever you've done too much damage there, you
1: aren't able to like increase the And the, the damage would be from the diabetes, not the ketogenic diet. Yes. Okay. The
0: damage would be prior to being on the diet. Okay. So that would be from eating a standard American diet for years upon years upon years, um, being not active, not mm-hmm. eating fruits and vegetables, like predisposition to other things, environmental stuff, like tons of stuff can be
1: the reasons why it could be affecting your pancreas i wonder so are they doing studies with this in like everything right now then a lot of people
0: are yeah trying to do more and more just to have a better understanding of it um but i think that where the general public loses sight and i think this is where that study where we talked about at the beginning kind of like Steered us wrong for so long Mm -hmm. That we're going The complete opposite whenever we should Have we should all be eating more Fat I fully agree with that Like my entire research My thesis Which you know was about fat and about How it keeps us full it's the Reason why we Are not eating a ton Like that's actually Mm -hmm. satiating you and it Can curb your cravings Because you are balancing your hormones by Eating more fat Um, that's completely true, but I don't know if it needs to be high reaching ketosis in order for you to do that. I think that 80% of your diet being fat seems crazy. Well, yeah. And before people like before this version of the ketogenic diet where people are eating nuts or eating fish or eating, um, coconut oil, whatever, it was straight people drinking MCT oil. Oh, or but if you're thinking about like you're eating, you're drinking an entire thing of MCT oil just in the morning, just to get all of your fat in. That That's what people like prescribe. That would just or, go straight through your body. Yes. In the 1920s, what they were prescribing were was mayonnaise. Ugh. And, um, oh shoot, I can't remember the other one. But then at Johns Hopkins in the 20s or the 30s, it was that kids who came in that they needed them to reach ketosis. They just gave them eggnog, and that was it for Yum. However long I, mean, I was like, Kyle could do this diet. I could do that. It would be minus the sugar and the oh, that's not very good. minus the sugar and the rum, uh. obviously. So it would just be the cream, and so it was things so like it's that. It's basically just
1: ice cream without sugar in it, melted. Yeah. All
0: right. Yeah. And then uh, mayonnaise. Could you do that for like your whole diet? Like that's all you ate essentially. No, like
1: yogurt, but it's mayonnaise? Yeah. Oh,
0: no. Yeah, that's the most vom thing I've ever heard in my life. Mayonnaise (sighs) makes me want to vomit How time. they get these kids to eat that is my question. I mean, they just had to. If you're having seizures and the doctors were like, you need to eat this. I mean, you, you just, just have to, like, shove it down. Oh, I mean, gosh. I think kids in the 20s didn't really talk back or...
1: <laughs> they just did what they were they told. They just did
0: what they were told. They didn't have a voice. Yeah. <laughs> they just had to do whatever they said. Uh, and so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, the ketogenic, did, ketogenic diet now is much more beautiful than... Because it it at,
1: at least people know what fats are, too.
0: Exactly. And I think that the, where people also run into issues with fat... Um, is that they choose very unhealthy fats because Atkins was around for so long where they it was like you could eat all the bacon and all the steak and all the things you want and eggs and whatever it is. And it's not that like you need to still be choosing really healthy fats, choosing fish, nuts. You can have bacon or steak sometimes, but pair it with other things like mm-hmm. olive oil, canola oil, avocado. Avocado. You know like things mm-hmm. like that that's where you should be getting the fats from. Um and if you think about it in that way, automatically you're going to have less inflammation because you're eating a ton of antioxidants. Mm-hmm. Um it's you're going to automatically be healthier if you're choosing fats that way. But I think people still automatically just go that way or they go the way where like I'm going to have just coconut oil in everything. Yeah.
1: Which even that is not healthy. Well, just one of anything is not good for exactly. you. Exactly. Um, are you allowed to eat dairy on the ketogenic diet? Um, yes.
0: Ah. I think that it as long as you can tolerate it and then if you can't tolerate it, then you would modify or adjust your like percentages so you could be getting more from something else if you can't right. do dairy. So are people crazy going on this diet? Is it I think that this isn't a diet for anyone that is not actually needing it prescribed to them. I think that this is a diet for anyone who is pre-diabetic, has type 2 diabetes currently, is epileptic, or has some other autoimmune disease that could be helped with this. this. Um, I think for the general public, for someone who just wants to lose weight, I think it is good to probably look at your diet and see what you're currently eating because that could be the issue mm-hmm. and then altering where you're eating because you should be eating more fat. Um, you should be getting probably like 50 to 60% of your diet coming from fat. You should be getting a moderate amount of protein and the fewer amount of carbohydrates uh-huh. and you should be focusing on your carbohydrates coming from vegetables, vegetables. Um, and fruit. I don't have anything against fruit, but vegetables, obviously. (laughs) You've been living off bananas all weekend. I've been living off bananas all weekend. (laughs) Um, And so it's just reevaluating where it's coming from and like reevaluating your diet. I don't think that the ketogenic diet is exactly what you need to be doing. Like, I don't think that you need to be doing MCT oil in your coffee or blending butter into your coffee. Um, To get that fat in I think that there's definitely other ways To be getting that whole food fat And bumping up your amount of fat Although butter is awesome. I mean, you do love butter.
1: I get all of my fat intake from butter every day. Yes.
0: I mean, and if you like butter in your coffee, cool. Go no, for it. No, not but in my coffee. I mean, what are we just, talking about? I mean, it's you are broth. way too much for that. Um, I
1: would not commit would that crime. You would
0: never just disgrace this cup of coffee no. with butter. No. um, No, but I'm saying like you don't need to be doing this like kick yeah. in order to get Can it be bad for you? Yes, there are some side effects of the ketogenic diet. So especially if you're choosing bad fats, you're going to have some side effects like you could be increasing your LDL, which is the cholesterol that could be increasing your risk of heart attacks or Mm -hmm. cardiovascular disease. Um, In some people, there have been non-diabetic ketoacidosis Issues. So ketoacidosis is whenever the ketones build up in your bloodstream and you get into ketosis, if it gets too much to the point where like you're not able to get rid of them, it can actually put you into a like coma-like state. Um, this happens a lot in type 1 diabetics because uh-huh. your insulin is so not there so that if anything does happen, you could go into ketoacidosis. Um, there have been cases of people who do not have diabetes going into ketoacidosis. One of them that I read was a female who was in her 20s doing an Atkins-like diet, but it was higher in fat. So it was a ketogenic Atkins diet. Right. Um, and she was presented to the hospital in almost a coma state. Wow. Um, because she was like not a candidate for the ketogenic diet. Um, people who are predisposed or could be um, predisposed to non-diabetic ketoacidosis or anyone who is pregnant, you should not be doing the ketogenic diet. Um, If you are an alcoholic or if you like have damaged your liver, you're obviously not going to be able to be doing like well with all of that that we talked about, how right. breaking down your glycogen and then reduce, like the ketones are made in your liver. And so it's so, going to be stealing from that, yeah. And then it's just anyone who already has damage there could become like or be percept like predisposed or um, what's the word that I'm looking for for susceptible. Oh, there to
1: um, the ketoacidosis. Is that like popping up more? Do you know with this being the um, no, bigger this diet? this was like a
0: 2018 article and there was like one, er, there was 123. They subtracted 33 for duplicates and then looking specifically at what they were looking for, which was just non-diabetic ketoacidosis. I think there was like 50 cases.
1: Okay. In like um, a year?
0: Yes. Um, and I think that there probably could be more. It's just if someone isn't monitoring themselves, then you could be accumulating. And if you're doing it just haphazardly and not with a doctor or not getting the strips and testing your ketones to like know what level you're at, then I think that that it could you could be at a risk if you're A person that shouldn't be on the ketogenic diet. So
1: if people are on the ketogenic diet, should they be testing their ketones like regularly? I would think that they should
0: because if you're really trying to achieve ketosis, you should be pennies in here with us. (laughs) Um, You should be monitoring and checking. Um, The doctor that was talking on the podcast today, she likes to keep her patients at um, I think it was like 0.5 or... That's where like you reach ketosis, but some people like found benefits at lower levels. Um, so it's not like you have to reach a certain level, but I would right. say monitoring it to make
1: sure you're not getting too many. And what would be too many for a normal person? Is it, is it just like depends on the person? Depends on the person. So there's not really like <clears throat> a, I'm in safe because I yeah.
0: had this. I mean, point 0.5 would be where people are... At least she was saying that that's where her patients reach ketosis. So it's right. like maybe anything above that is kind of where you wouldn't want to be.
1: Okay. So we don't really know. Like we know some stuff about it. But there's, it's not like the worst diet you could ever be on. It's not the
0: worst diet, but it's also not something that everyone needs to do. Right. You know, like it's just with everything. So it's like if you go on this... Why do you need to be doing this? This is a diet specifically for people who need it. Right. So you don't need it. So why are you doing this diet? Why
1: would someone just choose to do the ketogenic diet? Do you know?
0: Most of the reasons are basically because either they have something wrong with them and they're looking for an answer that a doctor hasn't been able to provide or it's simply for weight loss. Right. Or it's but simply because it's the trendiest it be, thing to do.
1: Right. Why would it be easier to lose weight? Or why would people think like, oh, I'll just go on the keto diet versus something else to lose weight? Do you know? Because there's been successful
0: stories. Okay. And there's been a high success rate of people losing weight on the,
1: the ketogenic, ketogenic diet.
0: diet. Um, a lot of them, if you're thinking about it, if we're looking at someone with type 2 diabetes – or who is overweight, they have the weight to lose. And so, um, you're going to see like dramatic numbers because they have the weight to lose. Um, a normal weight person may not see a drop in numbers. Um, but if you have the weight to lose, you will, if you're altering your diet in any way, you're going to be losing weight, but for sure, whenever it's a low carbohydrate diet, um, you're going to be losing weight just because you're not going to be having that insulin spike, which we've talked about how insulin is anabolic, which means it's going to be building. And so whenever you don't have the insulin being promoted, you won't be building. So then you're breaking down. So you're always going to be like losing. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. It doesn't seem like the Mm -hmm. worst thing in the world then if you're trying to lose weight.
0: That's why I'm saying... Um, You don't have to be in a state of ketosis to be able to lose weight. You need to readjust just looking at your diet. Like I don't think Mm. that you need to be eating a super, super high carb or super, super high fat diet. You need to probably be eating less carbohydrates and then you need to be looking at where those carbohydrates are coming from. And you need to be making sure that you're getting fiber because then if you're not getting fiber – then you also are not going to be monitoring your hormone levels, so it's all about hormones, right? Which is what we've talked about a ton, and why we love, I love, <laughs> and I've made you love um, the like pure four things that I talk about, which is always your protein, your fat, your fiber, and your greens. <laughs> I forgot, um, and so those four things being present in every meal that m- helps regulate your hormones. And so it's all about a hormone balance to make sure that you're not gaining weight. So whenever your insulin isn't being spiked, you're not going to be gaining weight. Whenever your glucose levels are at a normal level, you're not going to have that insulin spike. Um, Whenever you don't have super high glucose spikes in your bloodstream and then super lows, you're not going to have those cravings. And so the ketogenic diet offers all of those Reasons Mm -hmm. and people are much more apt to go on something that they tells them what to do, right? Versus looking at their own diet and seeing how they can change it and Mm -hmm. making these small changes. A drastic change is always seems like an easier option for people, especially whenever it's kind of laid out and people are doing it around you, right? Versus being like, "Hey, let's actually put in the work," and this is what my diet and my lifestyle is going to look like. Versus doing this. For this amount of time. Yeah. But if you decide you want to try the ketogenic diet and you aren't a person that needs the ketogenic diet, I would recommend not doing it for an extended period of time. Let it be your jump start if you really need that jump start. Yeah. And then
1: move past it. How long would you say is like an appropriate amount of time for a jump start? I think like a week to two weeks. Okay. So that's like a very short yeah. amount of time. Not like no. a couple months. No, no, no.
0: If, especially like with the ketogenic diet, you see, like you see automatic results with that's the weight loss. Insane. And I think that if like you are wanting to lose weight, I think sometimes it is motivational to see that weight loss right at the beginning. Uh, right at the beginning yeah. to keep going. And so I would just encourage anyone who's listening that that if that's you, to work with someone for those after, um, right? Just to like transition from not. Being at that super high fat. But thankfully, like if you're only keeping it to two weeks too, your body hasn't had like a crazy amount of time Mm -hmm. to adjust to it. So hopefully you wouldn't have any issues with like storing once you like increase that carbohydrate
1: just a little bit. Right. Um, And then what about somebody? So it seems just like it's the biggest, most popular thing for everyone of every walk of life right now. So say somebody who's. Works out two to three times a week, goes to a a bar class, uh, and they jump on the keto train. Mm -hmm. What does that look like for them in their life?
0: Um, I mean, it looks pretty similar. They would probably just increase the amount of carbohydrates a little bit and increase their protein. Okay. Not very much, but just a little bit just to be making sure that they are replenishing post-workout. And then maybe like... Doing a little bit more carbohydrate or a little bit more carbohydrate pre post, mm-hmm. and then getting back into their ketogenic swing after they work out. So, should
1: they be actually looking up specific like keto diet for an active lifestyle?
0: For sure. If you I mean if you're an athlete, you for sure need to be like on a specific ketogenic diet. If you're doing cardio a ton, like I wouldn't say someone who's coming to Pure Bar. Right. would need to probably alter too much. Like okay. I think that you would probably want to make sure that you had your carbon protein something post-workout just so you're making sure that you're getting that replenishment of your muscle. But someone who is doing pretty low impact, I wouldn't say they would need to like a specialized alter diet. or specialize it. But someone who's doing cardio or high impact every day or at least three times a week – I would say they would need to alter it a little bit because your glycogen stores are going to be non-existent and you're not going to be able to continue running. Your body can only exist on ketones for so long
1: and your muscle needs that glycogen. And how does, sorry, this is probably going to sound crazy, but Penny's (laughs) just itching. Oh, Penny, Penny, Penny. She's our studio dog. People get it. At least she's cute. She's super cute. <laughs> um what does glucose do for your muscles like when you're running or something like that?
0: So whenever you um so why Okay. So for athletes, they've been given Gatorade or sugary like stuff because right. you need Carbohydrates in order for your muscle to keep going. So it provides energy. So whenever your muscles are contracting, you're breaking down like ATP and you're using ATP. What's ATP? That is our energy. So whenever you eat something Mm -hmm. and it goes through any metabolic pathway, it produces ATP. ATP is what then your organs, your muscle, anything uses to function. Okay. And so you need that. In order to go, and so in ketosis, you're using those uh, ketones in order to make ATP. In regular everyday, you'd be using glucose to make that ATP. Okay, um, and so you would be using ATP or using the glucose in your muscle tissues to break down into energy so that you can keep going. And then post workout, whenever you have glucose. And that protein is to help rebuild your muscle. So you actually have you need an insulin spike in order for you to have muscle growth.
1: And if you're in a ketone, like if you're doing the ketogenic diet, mm-hmm. you're using <laughs> ketones to make the ATP. Mm-hmm. Are you saying like when you're working out, you just aren't going to be making enough?
0: So you'd be able to probably be using the ketones while you're working out but then you probably wouldn't be able you won't be providing any storage of glycogen so that you wouldn't be able to go probably as long as you would if you had glucose or carbohydrates provided to you before or during if you're on an extended long run right if you're a runner that runs for
1: like a marathon
0: yeah oh a marathon for sure you need it's like every 30 minutes to an hour you need carbohydrates um but if you're even going for like an eight mile run or seven mile run like you need to be like providing your body a little bit so you can keep going you Uh definitely don't need pure sugar the way that like those sugary gels are because that will be a big insulin spike but you do need to allow your body to be functioning uh the ketones if you're doing just like a normal like workout or providing enough it would just be like if you are doing super high cardio or an extended you're just depleting your muscle of any sort of energy um without like replenishing that glycogen
1: okay does that make sense it does it's a lot of information yeah it does seem like of all the diets this doesn't seem as terrible as a lot of diets out there at least no it's just more um like Not actually knowing why you're doing what you're doing, just following something.
0: Exactly. And putting in the work, I'm just more like put in the work because, yeah, we made a mistake so long ago saying low fat's the way to go that I think people are now holding on to this where it's like we don't have to be at this state of the fat. But, yes, you do need to be eating more fat. Fat is so good. And I am not against fat. And I am not against (laughs) a low-carbohydrate diet. I am just more pro Find what works for you and don't feel like you have to follow. Right. I think this specific that's like diet, the big thing you know? with
1: any of these diets is that a lot of people think if it works for one person, exactly. then it's going to work for them the same way. But all of our bodies are made up. It's all chemistry. Yes. And we're all different combinations of stuff. Exactly. So it might not work the same way for you or it may make you really sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just something you want to watch out for if you're yes. going to do it. Yes. So if Aaron wanted to do it, what would we say to him? I would tell Aaron, (laughs) I would say
0: because he is a very healthy, normal weight man, I would say if you want to do it, you can just keep it very short. Um, If you like the way your body feels whenever it's in ketosis, great. Um, I think that you just have to make sure that you're not – some people who go into ketosis, they could be, like, increasing other things, like your um, cardiovascular markers. Like, they could be going up. So I think that as long as you know that you're not one of those people that during this state you could be actually, like, causing a little bit of damage to your heart or things like that, then I think – It's fine for a short period of time. I don't think that unless you have type two diabetes, epilepsy, or you're pre-diabetic, do you need to be in a constant state of ketosis?
1: Would it be like helpful or good to be in a state of ketosis, like every other month?
0: Um, I think you could be. I don't think it would hurt. There's not really anything
1: saying like yay or nay to this types of stuff.
0: There's not there's not enough research um, outside of own personal feelings towards it, you know. Um, So I think it's all about how you feel on it and how it's working for you for as long as you're taking care of yourself and you're choosing fats that aren't
1: super crappy. All right. And you can't have sugar on it, I'm guessing. No. <laughs> That's no. like the big thing. So That's like, very big. You no. can't actually have a glass of
0: eggnog. No, you cannot have a glass you of eggnog. You can only have just the fat part of it. You would have just
1: the fat. That doesn't sound fun to me.
0: No, not at all. You Who could just be that? doing
1: 80-20. Uh, 80-20, baby. <laughs> mm, 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 mm.
0: And that 80, a lot of it can be from fat.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> ice cream. Yeah.
0: No. Such a good source of That's fat. in my eighty.
1: Ice cream's in my eighty ice cream are in, in my twenty. 20.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean and just maintaining the eighty twenty and just thinking about how if someone's looking to lose weight and they're going to look at keto, I would say look more at how you can be balancing your hormones in general. Right. Um and one of the best ways is look at how much fiber you're getting in your diet. That's something that's big that needs to change. Look at how much like processed food you're eating. That needs to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and then look at how much fat is in your diet. And this is so something that we should have learned in school. Like yeah. as little kids probably. It's probably being taught now to kids. Maybe. I would imagine like more so than I hope not. so. Because I mean at our generation we had the food pyramid. Right. Where the I base was I don't even remember bread. learning about
1: food really Except for first grade, the food pyramid. Yeah.
0: That's it. Other than that, I mean, there wasn't any reason to outside of the food pyramid because it wasn't part of the, like, political world at that time. I'm just thinking,
1: like, the reason people are choosing these diets is because it tells them what to do. For sure. It's easier. So we're, like, completely uneducated and just doing what people tell us, Yeah, which at least this one's not the worst idea. Um Atkins is way worse. Yeah.
0: Like if you were doing Atkins, then I would say, please stop. Um, The ketogenic diet is at least a better option. Mm -hmm. It's just not something that if you are not sick, it's not something that like people know what could happen if you're in it for an extended period of time. So just keep it at short periods of time. And what would you be your, like, specific,
1: don't do Atkins because of this?
0: Don't do Atkins because it is a very high-protein diet. And so whenever you eat protein, it gets broken down into glucose. And so if you eat more than what your body needs, it's going to be either broken down into glucose that's automatically a spike of insulin, and then it's going to get stored as fat.
1: And Atkins died of a heart attack.
0: And Atkins died of a
1: heart attack. (laughs) Amanda said that to me a (laughs) bunch of times (laughs) and. The last few years.
0: Yes. And he died of a freaking heart attack. So maybe it's not the smartest choice. Because um, his heart couldn't handle it. Exactly. He couldn't handle all the bacon. You want to you wanna handle that all the bacon, like the but you know diet. what? You know what? You, you just can't. can't. You just can't do it. <laughs> Sometimes You're you just Superman. can't give in.
1: Gaston could. Gaston could. He eats all those eggs. All the eggs. Just all the eggs raw bacon i'm sure he doesn't need oh, bacon for sure. in it. but i feel I like and bacon would. go next to each other he for sure does <laughs> probably raw too he's Who also knows? an evil sob <laughs> so don't be guessed on don't i think that we have said that multiple times so that should be a shirt don't be guessed on <laughs> if we haven't we need to start saying it more no often. i think we have that's funny um yeah, that is funny. Yeah. I don't remember what I was going to say, but it was probably going to be awesome. It was going to be hilarious. Um
0: yeah, no, but I would <laughs> think that that's the biggest issue I have with Atkins. Okay. It's not the low carbohydrate, it's an, and I also think that most people and why I have issue with any diet is uh-huh. because People do it for this short period of time. And then as soon as they're done, they just gain it all back because they haven't learned. And then some. Exactly.
1: (laughs) And what do we call that, John? Yo-yo dieting. That's right. I'm learning so much, you guys. You really are. No, that article actually talked about that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I already knew this. I already knew this. Um, Tell me something I don't know. Yeah. It was really fascinating just hearing like. We've just totally gone at it such the wrong way that we don't even mm-hmm. have enough research yeah. to even know how to tackle obesity issues in America. So. No.
0: And I mean, the thing is, is that because obesity is so multifaceted that there is no, there's no cure
1: right. for obesity. I mean, it's there's like, like genetic predisposition, yes.
0: all sorts of stuff. There's environmental, there is lifestyle, there is so many things Um emotional physical like so many hormonal. things that go into it hormonal thyroid yes exactly and so That's it's just hormones, like
1: right?
0: a thyroid is an autoimmune disease that affects your hormones there you go and so um and so it's just there's so many that like obesity can't be solved but we we made it so much worse that now we're trying to backtrack trying to figure out like what we can do to help right.
1: this epidemic and is keto being something that's like widely said, this is good for obesity? Keto
0: is looking at it for at least weight loss because majority of the people who are obese are either type 2 diabetic or On their pre-diabetic. Way and so it goes kind of hand in hand or they are experiencing like the metabolic syndrome, which is multiple things right. being there. And so if you are... Then it's it would for sure be something that you should like be monitored and go with a doctor to do right. because it would for sure
1: be helpful. And then I think I think something that's hard is like maybe not even a doctor, maybe a nutritionist. I
0: think a dietitian for sure. Yeah, um, you just have to find a dietitian that
1: is on the same page as you. You know, because right. um, it but, seems like doctors mm-hmm. like don't. A, like in general, don't really even know what to do with that.
0: No, you would have to find either a functional medicine doctor or a doctor that is very educated in nutrition um, or an integrative physician. That would be something that you should look for or you should look for a dietitian because the dietitian would for sure know and then could at least be monitoring you right, uh, to make sure that you're doing it healthy.
1: Okay, so if you're doing it for weight loss, find somebody that's a professional that you can do it alongside yeah. so you know what you're doing to your body Yeah, because you don't want to be the person that loses it and then gains it back. And then some. exactly. Or you don't
0: want to be the person that is that random one that goes into ketoacidosis, yes.
1: which is scary. It is. What happens it's, it's when you coma. go into ketoacidosis after you, a coma? Can you come out of it? Some people don't, you can die. That's so crazy. Yeah.
0: Majority of those people that will pat, like will die from non diet or from ketoacidosis are type 1 diabetics. And they should for sure not be on the keto diet? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because so it's not you would just like across be, the board diabetes. No, 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 no. Type 1 diabetes is a completely different beast. You cannot reverse type 1 diabetes. Type 1 diabetes is that there is something wrong with those beta cells in the pancreas mm-hmm. that they cannot produce insulin And so if you went on a ketogenic diet, you would be completely whacking your body out and there would be nothing good about that. Mm -hmm. Someone with type 2 diabetes, though, that still is producing insulin and it's just about the glucose and it's about how we can get that balance back to fix it, then keto or the ketogenic diet is a great option. But for someone who makes no insulin not a great option and why it's so important for if you do have type 2 diabetes and you're hearing this podcast or you're hearing someone else tells you that like you should try the ketogenic diet and you're taking insulin it is very important that you're with a doctor because if you're continuing to take insulin while you're on the ketogenic diet you could put yourself into ketosis or you could be doing a ton of damage so You just need because they have to be like, don't just do it. Don't just do it. Especially if you're taking medicine um, where you have to be like, they have to be monitoring and decreasing it and like making sure everything's good.
1: Okay. So what do we say? Good for some people, not good for other people. Exactly. Average Joe. If you want to try it,
0: I say try it in um see how you feel but don't do it for an extended period of time two weeks max what if someone feels really good and they're like i want to keep doing it i would say do it in those intermittent
1: don't spaces keep doing it
0: no i would say like do it and then those other times you can be introducing more carbohydrates like going up a little bit um from 50 to like maybe a hundred so like doubling One hundred fifty, yeah um, but you're getting it from carbohydrates or okay. from carb. You're getting carbohydrates from carbohydrates, Jonna. Yeah. God, I was like, how sure. does this not make sense? I,
1: just, I was like, yeah, <laughs> you're I'm like, tracking. Yeah,
0: I'm tracking with you hundred <laughs> percent. You're getting carbohydrates um, from no, carbohydrates. No, getting carbohydrates from vegetables. Okay. Um, and then if you do like during that time that you aren't on the ketogenic diet and you really want a potato, you can always do our trick. What if you really want a cinnamon roll? If you really want a cinnamon roll, that could be part of the twenty percent, but you for sure, for sure, <laughs> maybe not do that often. <laughs> but I am all about the eighty twenty. So have that cinnamon roll. So on your off keto dime, you mm-hmm. could have a cinnamon roll one time. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. You I, could. I could do it. Um. Yeah, but uh, no, but you could do our trick if you want a potato during that time. Is cook it, let it get cold, and then eat it because then it's not the starch that can break down easily into
1: glucose. You know what I was thinking about? Potato salad would be a yummy way to do that. It's always a good option.
0: Who knew that potato salad, outside of it being covered in mayonnaise, in mayonnaise <laughs> which also helps you. Obviously, if we were in the 30s, that would be the perfect option. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. I'm a um, i would
0: say maybe do it more um, my sister's Uh in-laws he is like his dad's german they moved over from germany whenever he was a kid and they make german potato salad and it's more bare it has like a vinegar on it with like uh she puts bacon on it and then like um parsley maybe i can't i don't know what the green is chives probably um and that's that's a great option cook get them cold Yum. And you don't have, like, a fat that is more of a saturated fat. Right.
1: And then I guess my last thing would be mm-hmm. just the brain clarity thing mm-hmm. or versus brain fog. So I think that is what sparked Aaron's interest. Yes. Was like, I want to know if I can, like, hack my brain to make it clearer. Yeah. What about that?
0: I think that it's all an individual thing. Um, I think that... Some people have said that they experience brain fog while doing it, and mm-hmm. so I think that they're just not very good candidates and so it's all about how someone feels with ketones being
1: the right. predominant and the brain fog thing's interesting because I think a lot of people say like die off when they cut things out. Mm-hmm. they get those like like when I cut gluten out, I did feel a lot more like lethargic or just out of it uh-huh um but is that real? Is that in your brain? Like, are you just thinking that you're doing that? Are you just sad? So... Because you cut something delicious out of your life? That's funny. I don't know. Um,
0: Most of the people that, like, are either my clients or that I've talked to that have had brain fog, it's mainly due from eating something. And Mm -hmm. so then it's not so much, like, whenever they cut it out, they feel better. It's more like they are eating something and then they just feel, like, out of it all day. Um, So... I think yours could have been psychological or it could have been
1: <laughs> Straight just you like,
0: well, it could have also been that it was put in your head that you might feel this way. And so True. then you just
1: mind. Very like, you very j- susceptible to things like that. Yeah,
0: I feel like we all are, <laughs> you know, like even one of my clients, he was like, um, I feel this way, but is it just like is that fake? Like, am I just feeling that way because I'm making myself feel this way, or do I really have brain fog? That's the question of
1: the yeah universe. And
0: I think that like <laughs> if you're experiencing really have brain that, like fog? I don't feel like I'm foggy. Uh huh. Don't feel like I'm foggy. So I think that it's a real thing, and so I think that like people are sensitive to things, and it's like it's a medical term. I think I'm just
1: lost in my aura.
0: (laughs) I think that you were just really consumed that day Um, um, or those weeks by just like your body like losing something that you were just feeling it in your brain.
1: Maybe. I did have a friend text me, by the way, when they listened to our episode from a couple weeks back when Caitlin said, um, like, I might think of a friend before they call or something. And Uh she's like... Are you thinking about me right now? Before she texted it and I was like, no. No, sorry. I am not so? I may be intuitive,
0: but I'm not that intuitive.
1: Not that intuitive.
0: <laughs> you are intuitive though. Thanks. You're welcome. I call it discernment. It is discernment. <laughs> um yeah. And so uh I think though that um There isn't enough like research to say like people do experience this and this is why. But anecdotally, anecdotally, people do feel better just the same way people feel better whenever they take
1: out gluten or they get rid of sugar. I think it seems more to me. So like what I said last week on the gluten episode that I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to go gluten free because it cuts out so much If you're not going for like the pre-made gluten-free stuff all the time, it makes you cut out so much sugar in processed food to go gluten-free, which unfortunately is kind of changing now because now there's so much gluten-free processed food. Yes. But it seems like with the keto diet, it could open your eyes up to like, oh... I have to cut all this out now. So now I'm going to learn how to eat in a different way. Yeah.
0: I mean, and if you're thinking about it in this way too, where whenever you're eating a ketogenic diet or you're eating like a higher fat diet and you're thinking about balancing out your hormones, you're not going to be having those like big spikes, which are then causing your brain to think that you're craving something and it's causing like all this stuff going on in your brain. And so I think that whenever you're eliminating those spikes, whether it be ketogenic diet or you just being like, Hey, I'm eating more fruits and vegetables, you know, like it may not be the ketosis part, but it may be the fact that like, you're just not eating eating a ton of crap anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And that's allowing your brain to breathe, you know, where it's like, is that that may be the big thing that's causing this like mental clarity, not you reaching ketosis, you know, um, but <laughs> it it's all each individual person. And so I haven't physically done it. And so I don't know if I would feel that way. Right. Um, but I
1: do eat a very high fat diet. You're probably almost. Uh, I mean, eat more I carbs. Don't eat
0: probably 80%. I think I eat closer to like 65% fat. And then the rest, (laughs) carbohydrates and some protein. (laughs) Just because I'm not a big protein, because I'm a vegetarian, I'm not a big protein person. Um, I try my hardest, but I'm not. I did read an article by a doctor that was saying that a healthy way to do it um, for just general health would be more like a pescatarian with keto kind of idea. Uh So you're not eliminating... um, as many carbohydrates or as many like things. So adding in like more nuts or seeds, um, fish, things like that, like have a pescatarian kind of view as you're going through it. And that would actually be giving you way more. <laughs> She's dreaming.
1: Is that her? Yeah. Penny's just snoring, She's snoring and dreaming. <laughs> I thought that was somebody on a microphone on the other <laughs> side of the wall that was just penny one foot away from me just
0: penny just our just our studio dog studio um dog yeah and so i don't know what i was saying but <laughs> i feel like He's distracted by the monster i would need to try it to in order to say how i would feel but
1: maybe i'll try it maybe Two i weeks. think they're
0: like i'm not opposed to trying it But I do think that like it wouldn't be a huge change. And I think that if someone was doing it, try that
1: pescatarian. Right. I don't feel talked out of it.
0: No. And I wasn't trying to talk anyone out of it. Just trying to be like bring to light that this diet exists specifically specifically for a reason. reason, And it's not for everybody. But if you try it, uh, see how your body feels. But don't keep on it because your body probably doesn't need to be on it. Um, especially if you are a very normal weight. Mm-hmm. And our human. bodies were
1: created to have glucose.
0: Yes. I don't think that it was created to have as much glucose as we have given it in big spouts. But yes, we're, we're able to digest. We are able to utilize. We are able to produce like glucose. So it's not something that's horrible. Like it all through the years... Back Forever. to whatever time you think the world started, there has been glucose. glucose, whether it be from vegetables, wine, fruits, grain, whatever it is that you think it like is part of our It's always just been it's there. It's been there. Carbs have been there. It just is like what variation and how our bodies can take it. I think right. that we made the big mistake of eating a ton of processed crap. Yes. And or that low fat. low fat, which, low fat, which is all processed. Um, I mean, it was delicious while I ate those snack well cookies, but I mean, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but also wasn't the best. Like low fat milk.
0: Yeah, we talked about that last time. Maybe I don't remember. Yeah, because of the uh, sensitivity to something. No acne. That's uh-huh. whenever we talked about it. Yeah. But um, it's kind of the same thing where it's like you're not getting a lot of fat and you're just getting a lot of the sugar from the and milk. And it's disgusting. I grew up on skim milk. And I did so too. if I were to drink whole milk, I would also probably vomit. But I do drink Ellis's uh, Ripple pea protein milk. Yeah. And that's pretty thick and it doesn't gross me out. So maybe I wouldn't uh, be grossed you out. You probably
1: wouldn't because I grew up on 2% milk mm-hmm. and I would drink it fine, didn't care. Yeah. And when I had whole milk, I was like, this is like a freaking marshmallow. It's so good.
0: This is delicious. And
1: now I love whole milk.
0: And you only drink whole milk. And I
1: only drink whole milk. And I only get whole milk lattes if I get a latte, which is saying something because I don't like espresso (laughs) because nobody can do it well.
0: (laughs) What if you were in Italy? Would you get an espresso there?
1: Um, well, I would love to go to Italy. That's on the to-do list. Yes. But Aaron said he didn't have really any good espresso there. And I trust Aaron. Maybe you
0: just don't like espresso.
1: Aaron likes espresso more (laughs) than me. I really just don't like espresso. Yeah. Um, I've had two good espresso shots in my life. And I used to like pull them myself, but I'm not very good at pulling (laughs) them either. It's hard. It
0: is hard to pull a good espresso shot. Yeah. Italians would come into the, like, coffee shop I worked at, mm-hmm. and I would be petrified because they would only order sp- like shots of espresso in the gorgeous? little cups. They were cute.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Duh. <laughs> um i I'm trying to remember. They drove motorcycles, and so they'd always come in with their helmets, and take them off at the counter. One of them was super cute, I remember, and he was really sweet. The other one was okay. He was like
1: <laughs> kind of like that stereotypical kind of like gross, like a feels ton. like you would be- Didn't you- don't you have like a weird Italian memory that you just talked about? Was yeah, that you? That was me. With like At the, the creepy check. eyes. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Benny's super gassy in this tiny little room. I really
0: wish that Aaron wouldn't take that out. He'd just be like,
1: Poof. I don't even know if you could hear it, but
0: probably not. What was super so awkward far is far that right?
1: Amanda moved her leg when, I when it happened. So and it I was, was like, like, it's I happening because. <laughs>
0: Oh, because I'm sick, a stomach bug. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't me, guys. I promise. And I was just saying, I hope we don't have a bridesmaids moment in here. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good, guys. The alcohol is killing it. All the off. bugs, all the <sighs> bugs. Okay, no, so I'm not, I'm not completely anti ketogenic diet.
1: Just more like be aware of what you're eating. Yeah, and, learn and I why? Think,
0: yeah, and. Educate yourself and work with, like, see the value. Like, I think what you said actually is so encouraging and helpful for me and my profession where you read that article and you were like, I am so thankful that I have Amanda. Like, she is a dietitian; She is knowledgeable and, like, sees the value in, like, someone who has spent the time to educate themselves in this to help someone.
1: I think people don't know that they... They just assume doctors know what's best and don't think about like the fact that you actually need to be like a specialized. Exactly.
0: Or they just don't see the value in going to see a dietitian whenever they could look at Pinterest or they could look at Instagram. And I think you know? before
1: now, like growing up, I would think I only need to go to, is nutritionist not correct? Nutritionist is
0: not technically correct. Um, We have added that onto our name. We are Uh technically registered dietitian nutritionist now because so many people said nutritionist. Right. But technically dietitian is the correct thing because a nutritionist could get a degree online, never going to like real school. Or us dietitians, on the other hand, went to a four year college, then had to have the internship, 1200 hours, pass a nationally accredited exam
1: right. and then keep up with continuing education. So I would only think that I would need to go to that yeah, if there was something wrong with my stomach. Like yeah. if I feel sick all the time, if mm. I've got stomach problems, totally. any direction, yeah, that would be the time where I would go to that. But that's not necessarily at all what we should be looking at dietitians as. No, We should be looking
0: at dietitians as such a wealth of knowledge that can be helping us. Like, either prevent or help in whatever state you're at whenever it comes to nutrition. All right. And to anything, you know, like, diet is becoming the root cause of so many things. Yeah. Like, it would be a good first stop. An awesome first stop. And Amanda is taking clients. <laughs> um, this episode is sponsored by Purely Perrin. Um, if you'd like to book an appointment with her, just find her on the interwebs. <laughs> yes. Look no, at our but tree. Obviously, I would love to work with anyone, but also find someone that you trust. You trust. All right. That's the most important
1: part. So keto, we're a medium, a solid medium we're on it. We're a solid
0: um, uh, like uh, I don't know. I don't know what the 1 term to 10 is. scale.
1: We're a solid 5. 5. Maybe 6. I said medium. I feel like 5 is medium, right?
0: Oh yeah, I was thinking of like what is a good um another just like example of medium. And I was trying um, to think of a solid like you know, Slurpee like sizes. Like <laughs> a guy that isn't super bad boy but isn't a nerdy like that solid like
1: middle ground just solid
0: guy you know the that's middle who ground. that's who we're looking at like not a Ryan Gosling but not uh McLovin we're looking at a solid like
1: Keanu Reeves
0: Keanu Reeves
1: <laughs> no Matthew McConaughey no, Ke- no Keto can't be that
0: Keto's not Matthew McConaughey Nick from New Girl Yeah, he's a great, great winner, like Adam Scott. I freaking love Adam Scott. Me too. Those two. Nick from New Girl and Adam Scott from Parks and Rec. Yep. Those are our perfect medium. That's where we're at. Ben. Ben. Not real life
1: Adam Scott. No, Ben. Who did have a really funny uh, podcast. He
0: did. It was all about Coldplay, right?
1: YouTube. YouTube, that's right. YouTube.
0: It was about YouTube. He had a podcast about YouTube. Okay, so uh, Saturday, you
1: talking YouTube to me
0: on Saturday? Whenever I was at my friend's house, he's a writer for, uh, or not a writer, but he was a writer, and then he does like producing and stuff now for the ranch Uh and we were talking and I was like I listened to this podcast and you sounded just like this guy that I was
1: listening to And he was like that was me
0: no it wasn't him but um it was Matthew Lillard and they sound super similar but then I said something where I was like yeah so whenever I was talking to him and he was like oh what and I was like (sighs) Sorry, I meant I'd whenever back I was to listening podcasts. to it he's like, "Is that what your podcast is?" and I was like, "Yes. Like, I don't actually do a health and wellness podcast. My podcast is just me listening to a
1: podcast, <laughs>
0: cutting out the other person's side and then asking the question."
1: <laughs> That'd be an, a really funny podcast. Right.
0: I was like, "That's an amazing podcast where you just take other people's podcasts <laughs> with like really famous people and you're just like, "What did you think about that?"
1: <laughs> well, now you guys, somebody out there Somebody out there, just credit me, okay? Hot idea Credit me and Nate There you that's go That's all I ask Well, I think that's it I think we're good Do you have anything exciting happening?
0: Um. Ooh, if you're in LA on October 5th Kyle is going to be playing a show with Logan yes. So you can get some tickets and you can come And we'll be there Well, I'll be there You should come I want to come um, come come uh, and hang out with us. You get to see Kyle. He's a real person. Yeah. He's not fake and made up. He's really tall. He's real tall. <laughs> he's got so many tattoos. And he's really good at guitar. He's so good at guitar. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we can keep going. Um, we can keep going. He's really how good accessories. Awesome. He is. he is. He's really good at accessories. And he's really good at building things. Ooh. Okay, so come to the show. Lottie Dottie. I started a new show
1: that is so funny. Is it called, is it the new Leslie Knope Nick Offerman show? No, I did watch that Anymore. and I love it so much. Okay. I was like um,
0: building things. What could it making be? Making it. Yes. That's a great one. Um, no, Shit's Creek. What is it? Oh my gosh, it's so great. Is it funny? It's so funny. Um It is on pop TV, but it's on Netflix and it's Eugene Levy and his son Daniel Levy created it Uh and they're both in it. Eugene Levy is the dad and then Catherine O'Hara is the mom. Daniel Levy is the son. And then I don't know the girl's name, but it's a family. So basically it's kind of like Arrested Development Uh where they had all this money and then his business manager just like ruined them. And then, but in this like whenever they had all this money as a joke he bought a town called shits creek for daniel like here uh-huh. david is the son um as a joke because it's called shits creek right and uh so then they have to go live there because that's the only thing that they didn't take away from them was the town was the deed to this town and so uh they live in this motel and it's just hilarious like so i need to watch it it's so funny you are going to Love. When you were in bed David. all weekend. Uh I slept most of the time, but before that, I was like, Kyle, let's just start watching this. And, and we got hooked. And Kyle like is obsessed with David. He's the best character. He's I'm like, pumped. I really just am looking forward to like him being
1: back. I on just the finished Lost in Space. Ooh, what is that? It's like the Netflix reboot of the old show Lost in Space. We watched it with Dietrich because uh-huh. it's PG. And we're always looking for things that we can watch around him. And the older he gets, the less we can watch around him. Oh, you can't watch this around him. They say, the like, the real words. Yeah. Well, that'll be... He has a bedtime now. We're, like, becoming <gasps> yes. a real parent. You guys parent. are becoming, like, um, into this parenting <laughs> game. But it it is, like, an actually such a beautiful show as far as, like, aesthetically. Yeah. But it was rough. It was real rough. It was really bad writing. Oh, that's the worst. I know. But they got a season two. Maybe they'll get better writers for season two. Hopefully so. Yeah. Hopefully so. And then I just watched that the John Mulaney stand up. Oh
0: yeah. I'll watch that.
1: Kid Gorgeous. Uh huh. Highly recommend. That was good one. Laughed so win. hard, and now I'm going back and like fangirling and watching every interview he's ever done. I think he's one of the funniest so people funny. I've ever seen. Uh, y-
0: whenever you're not with Dietrich, you should watch Bad Mouth. Okay. Big Mouth, not Bad Mouth. Big Mouth. Big Mouth. What's it's that? It's the cartoon. Oh yeah, on that Netflix. he writes. Uh-huh. That him and Nick Kroll and then Nick Kroll's friend. Yes, yeah.
1: I've heard of that. He's this. the voice of one of the characters, so you will love it. I think there was an interview when he he was like uh someone walked up to him after a show and was like you sound just like this character and he's like, "Yeah, that's me." And the person was like, "Okay." And walked <laughs> away <laughs> like they didn't believe him. <laughs>
0: He's like, my name is. Earlier on in the podcast, the I
1: almost referenced it, but there's like, um, he was talking about how when you said in the 20s kids like didn't talk back. Yes, he's talking about like when we were growing up, you yeah. just didn't have rights. No, <laughs> this is like an older stand-up that he did. I watched it today while I was doing the dishes. I'm like in full fan mode. It. It's he's perfect. so funny. But he's like, we didn't have rights when we were kids. Now kids have rights. Yeah. Like, they can say things and, like, it matters. Have opinions. And... Yeah. Like, we didn't get that no, at all not growing at all. up.
0: Especially being, like, you obviously are the oldest, but me being the youngest definitely did not have rights, <laughs> did whatever, just got told what to do by so many people. Yeah. Um, Kyle and I were actually behind him at trails whenever we first moved to Did L.A. Did you say like, hello? Uh, no, because we were like, Kyle didn't know who he was. He hadn't started listening to his stand-up. And it's like whenever his show like came out, but it like didn't do great. Uh huh. Um, And I just heard his voice and I was like, that's, I'm pretty sure that's John Mulaney. He was with his fiance or girlfriend at the time. They weren't even uh. married yet. Um, And Kyle was like, I don't
1: know who that is. And now <laughs> so, he's like, dang it.
0: I know. And now he's like, oh, remember that time? Although like, what are you going to do?
1: Here's the thing. Kyle if you're listening, is the most awkward. And if you're listening to this and not in LA, let me tell you, after moving to LA, you do see yes. some like sometimes huge celebrities yeah. like on a fairly regular basis and they're just living their life and just it's it. not fun to talk to them because no. they are just want to live their life. Yes. So it's not as glamorous as you would think. You're not like, I would totally have a coffee with that person if I saw them. <laughs> it's like, You just whisper awkwardly about it and they know you're talking about them to the friend you're with and then, or you try to take like stealthy pictures. Did you see that thing of that model that this is awesome? This, we can close with this. It was probably like a year ago, two years ago, this was circulating on the internet. This girl was like, it was on a New York subway and he's like a pretty big model. And this girl was like trying to stealthily take a picture of him. Uh huh. And, um, she was just like, you know what you do when you're, like, yes. taking a selfie of yourself, but really you're taking yes. a picture of something else going on? Yes. And he took a picture of her, and she, like, tweeted about it um, to, like, people and said, like, I think I saw this person. And he responded in the tweet thread with a picture of her taking a picture of him. <laughs> it was like, hey, I took a picture of you <laughs> taking this picture. <laughs> it was really obvious you were doing this. That's amazing. Which is awesome. That's awesome. So,
0: um. Yeah. I feel like because we're talking about, like, super awkward celebrity encounters. I feel like Kyle's story with Mindy Kaling is the best Do I know story. this story? I don't know if you do. So I love Mindy Kaling, like, with my whole entire being. Yes. Like, if I could Amanda meet her, does. I was a background actor on the Mindy Project twice, and she was not there. And I was so sad. Mm-hmm. All I wanted to do it was meet Mindy Kaling. In life, that's all I want to do. Meet her and Kristen Bell. That's my whole life. You're full. All full your goals. Life, all my goals <laughs> just to meet them. Um, but uh, Kyle came off a plane and. Like, in Burbank? Was, no, in, at LAX. Oh. And saw a sign that said M. Kaling. And he was like, it has to be her. Like, who else yeah. is that? And so Kyle was like, guys. I have to wait because if it's her, Amanda loves her. Like I need to like just tell her that she loves her so much yeah. and maybe I can get a picture with her and uh-huh. it'll make Amanda's day. And so then he waits <laughs> next to the guy who's <laughs> holding the sign and Mindy Kaling comes down like with her sunglasses and like <laughs> airport mode, like yeah. not wanting to be photographed, not anything. Also,
1: what idiot decided to put M. Kaling on the right? sign? It, Obviously like, that's Mindy not, Kaling. Yeah.
0: And so, like, she walks down and Kyle, like, is there and is like, I'm so sorry. Like, I know you probably, like, don't want to be talked to right now, but I just need to tell you, like, my wife loves you so much. Like, you are her favorite person in the whole world. And she was like, oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. Oh, and he that's was like, so sweet. Thank you yeah. so much. And then he was like. <laughs> that was me being Mindy Kaling. Um. <laughs> It was a little squeaky, but I like it. Um, It was close. It was close. Um, And so then he was like, can I take a picture with you? And she grabbed him by the arm and was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm sorry. I just really don't want a photo taken of me right now. And he was like, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Totally get it. Great. Well, thank you so much. And like, just know that like we love you. Yeah, you should have been like, she's been
1: background on your show a couple of times.
0: But this is the best part. They have that interaction. They start walking the same direction. No!
1: The whole time. (laughs) And they didn't talk anymore.
0: Kyle was just standing there walking and all the guys he was with were just watching him being like, Oh, This is the most awkward situation ever. Because then they just are walking next to each other, but they have said bye. They have said their last words to each other. And
1: Kyle has just been turned down for a photo (sighs) and was just like
0: awkward walking next to
1: her. (laughs) He didn't just even (laughs) pretend like he had something else to do. No, he had to walk to them because that's where all their stuff was. Well, you win some, you lose (laughs) some. You win some, some, you lose some. Well, now if you ever see her, you actually have to go up to her and be like, hey, hey, remember this one time? You probably don't, but this happened and now I really need a picture with you. (laughs) But that's probably a prime example of
0: maybe don't talk to people whenever they're at the airport and don't want to be photographed. (laughs) But she was very kind in how she said it. And like she even grabbed his arm and was like, no, no. But thank you so much for watching the show and tell your wife that I really appreciate it so much.
1: I can appreciate some healthy boundaries.
0: Yeah, I think it's super healthy. That's funny. I mean, it's hilarious. Kyle has so many awkward ones, but the Mindy Kaling one is fantastic. Well, that's what it's like living in LA. That's what it's like living in LA, guys. You get... (laughs) Kind of awkwardly shadowed
1: and <laughs> turned away by Mindy Kaling, or just any celebrity, or you any see. celebrity, any famous person. Which is yeah. like every three people. It's Very true. It didn't change my love for her. So, <laughs> at least she was nice. I mean, I should respect nice. some good personal boundaries for sure.
0: You have to have them; otherwise, people would be demanding so much of you It's true. as a celebrity. I mean, I mean, people are demanding so much of us <laughs> um, from this podcast, like
1: basically, like g-list celebrities we're
0: basically like at the z level which i think is probably the best right it goes backwards a is like you're kind of overhearing about them and Zs are like really fresh and like young and hip and like and underground super underground you know like who doesn't love a good z-list celebrity
1: that's us guys you're welcome you're welcome thanks and we'll take a picture with you if we see you on the street totes Please uh, find us one day. Find us at
0: the Peppermint Club, October fifth. Yeah, and, and we'll take we'll a picture. There. We'll take you. a
1: picture with you. We're, we'll be giving out autographs. <laughs> no, but we'll take a picture with you. I'll I'll freaking give out an autograph. You'll
0: freaking give out an autograph. <laughs> I don't have a good signature for an autograph. Don't ask me
1: for one. I don't either. Well, it's all bubbly. That's why we can never go from Z. <laughs> that's why we'll always be at Z. Exactly. All right. Well. Yep. Club. We love you. You are welcome to try the keto diet. Yeah. But let us know if you do. Yeah. And let us know how you're feeling on it and what yeah. what you're thinking about it. Yeah. And then if you really love us, leave a comment and subscribe on iTunes. Yes. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>